This is an All Ears English podcast, episode 1365, The Health Battle from Coast to Coast in the U.S. Welcome to the All Ears English podcast, downloaded more than 130 million times. We believe in connection, not perfection. With your American host, Lindsay McMahon, the English adventurer, and Michelle Kaplan, the New York radio girl coming to you from Los Angeles and New York City, USA. And to get weekly transcripts delivered to your email inbox, go to allearsenglish.com slash subscribe. How are attitudes towards health and lifestyle different from East Coast to West Coast in the United States? Today, find out all about it as we review an article, plus learn how you can go deeper into American culture. This episode was recorded a few weeks in advance. Our understanding of the COVID-19 situation has changed since then. We hope you are healthy and safe. And we hope that All Ears English can be a bright spot in your day during this moment of uncertainty. Wondering about your fluency level? Take our simple English fluency quiz and find out if you're 50% fluent, 65% fluent, or 80% fluent. Plus, get ready for an exciting new course release coming up in early June. Learn from real English conversations so you can finally get competent. Take the quiz at allearsenglish.com slash fluency score. Hey, Jessica, how you doing out on the West Coast today? <laughs> <laughs> We're both on the West Coast now. I, get, so I guess so. Awesome. I mean, I wouldn't say that I'm on the West Coast. I'm in the Mountain West region. So, I mean, I was in LA for a little while. And before True. that, I was in Boston. Now I'm kind of in the Mountain West. But I love it out here. I have to say. I do. I do consider Denver West Coast, though. Like, really? I mm. think Denver, well, we're going to find out today, guys. <laughs> but I do consider Denver to be like... West Coast minded, like sort yeah. of we all share similar ideals. <laughs> yes, I think that's true. I have definitely seen a shift in people's values out here, which is nice. It's refreshing. People, you know, they leave work early, they go hiking in the evening, they have a good balance yeah. between work and life, which is very healthy compared to the East Coast, right? <laughs> uh, that is an extreme difference because that's the same in Portland as well. I wouldn't say for a lot of people that live in Portland, at least, like the sort of of, you know, let's do a 60 hour work week and this is the most important thing and go, go, go. That's mm -hmm. definitely not the attitude here. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I'm excited to be on the podcast today. Guys, this is going to be a fun episode today. The United States is so huge, right? And so you're going to have different lifestyles between the East Coast and the West Coast, like dramatically different lifestyles, different diets totally. too. And so today we have this article that was written by <laughs> Anna Madaris Miller in uh, US News and World Report. And she's talking about eight healthy West Coast habits that East Coasters should adopt. <laughs> this is very condescending, this title. It does. It right? Does. Like, yes. in like the tone of that title is like, 
look at us on the West Coast. We're so healthy and perfect. And you guys on the East Coast are dark and dreary and you should be more like us. Like, that's what I feel like she's saying in that title. Oh, for sure. And that's why today we are going to debate this, right? We're not just going to regurgitate what we're saying. We're going to go through what she has said and we're going to tell you if we agree or not and what our experience is. Right, Jessica? Yes. This is so fun, guys. And you know what's cool? Lindsay, I think you've skimmed through this, but Mm -hmm. guys, this is the first time seeing of this. So like, you're going to get my like immediate reaction as I read it. (laughs) Yeah, this is going to be great. And guys, this all comes back to, you know, when you really understand a language, you understand a culture and vice versa. Okay. Yes. To to be able to connect in English, like you want to at your level, you need to understand these cultural differences. That's why we created the connected communicator, right, Jessica? Exactly. Guys, when, when I studied my master's in applied linguistics, one thing that really came through to me in a strong way was how how much better people learn a language when they're also into the target culture. Yes. It is impossible to to separate language from culture. You cannot do it. So guys, if you're looking to reach that next level in English, you you got to dive into the culture as well. Yes. So that's that's exactly why we made the connected communicator course. Oh my gosh, it's and we just had tons of new students just join the yes. course off, off of a web class, but guys, you should get in today, right? Because we literally take you on a big 12 12,000 mile loop around the entire country. So you get to go to Chicago to try pizza by video lesson, of course. You get to go to California <laughs> to meet a surfer. You get to go to the deep south to learn about slavery in the U.S., okay? So, so go amazing. to allearsenglish.com slash connection to check that out today. But let's go through this, Jessica. Yes. I mean, okay. So number one here is start the day with a shot. <laughs> now, are we, we're not talking about liquor here. Because <laughs> guys, that's usually what that means, right? right. If somebody's like, hey, you want a shot, it's like a shot of tequila, like a small glass of whatever alcohol. But so when I first saw that, I was like, what? We don't drink in the morning. (laughs) Okay. But what, what it's talking about is like, this really um, health-minded attitude that a lot of West Coasters have of like ingesting certain herbs and stuff like that. And I laughed when I first saw that, guys. And I was like, we don't do that. But then I had to stop because for a couple years, I did do this. Like I would take a shot of apple cider vinegar every morning. (laughs) Oh, man. that Yeah, I started doing that because I heard it was really healthy. Then I heard it's really bad for your teeth. So I stopped doing it because I was like, oh, no. <laughs> no, but anyways, yeah, nothing is a hundred percent. But so on the East Coast, Lindsay, is this a thing? Do people uh, do that? No, I mean, I think what they're contrasting here is definitely like a, a shot of espresso or maybe a coffee, which I think is what they are saying that happens more on the East Coast versus that you know that shot of turmeric and ginger, as she's saying in here, <laughs> being a more of a West Coast. I especially think of LA for sure, the yeah. health culture of LA. But um, definitely a lot less. I mean, if you go to New York City, you will see these. Juice bars, right? These trendy juice bars, and people oh, okay. will, of course, people will do it. But the whole, the whole idea here is is health, right? Starting yes. the day healthy, and I think West Coast has that down more than the East Coast. <laughs> I think we, so. yeah, it's more of a trendy thing here. It's like yeah. it's like cool to be as healthy it's, as possible. Exactly, here. <laughs> but in New York on the East Coast, Boston, it's it's cool to be fast moving. I guess, and right. I guess maybe have your coffee with you. Maybe that's kind of cool. I don't know. <laughs> 
<laughs> Again, it's just like these different sort of generalized pr- uh, priorities, like how work is more important there than it is here, I feel like. So, exactly. Okay. okay. All right. Let's move on to number two. All right. What's the um, next one? Number two is find fresh. Now, oh my gosh, this mm. reminds me of the farmer's market lesson, like one of the very first lessons in the Connected Communicator. Yes. Um, and that's what that native speaker in that lesson Talk, talking about her philosophy on life, that is someone that our students in the Facebook group really talk about a lot. Interesting. Um, she's really cool. But anyway, oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah there mm. are farmer's market. Well, yeah, there are farmer's markets everywhere in Portland. Every neighborhood has their own farmer's market, I feel like. Yeah. And I think over on the East Coast, again, guys, I, I lived in Boston for 10 years and New York for about four. So I'm, I'm representing the East Coast here in this debate, yes. this little debate. <laughs> um, it, there are farmer's markets, but the just that the cities are so crowded and so it's right. just a little harder to get to them. And I do think there's less of a culture of fresh vegetables on the East Coast. Like I do think the vegetables are more fresh out here on the West Coast. Well, like think about where they come from. I mean, yeah. Yeah. you know, when people think of California, it's it's all like you either think of Hollywood or you think of the, um, the trees in Northern California or whatever. Mm-hmm. But most of California is agricultural based, yes. right? Yes. Like that's where yes. a lot of our food comes from. So yep. it only makes sense that us on the West Coast get fresher stuff. It makes total sense. So I do agree with this one, I would say. Okay, uh, cool. All right, next one. <laughs> Be creative with vegetables. Interesting. So this is kind of similar to what we were talking about before, don't you think, Jessica? Uh, like having more time to to yeah. spend on the health and stuff. Yeah, I just think having a yeah. health-centered diet, this idea of having a lot of vegetables, having a lot of antioxidants in your diet, I just think that people think about it more in California or maybe Oregon okay. than they do, you know, when they go out for a nice dinner, they may not be thinking about going to the health food restaurant. They may be going on the East Coast, I mean. They may be just going okay. to wherever the best restaurant is, if that makes sense. Sure, yeah. Um, health cell. Yeah. on the West Coast because this is such a priority. So mm-hmm. in marketing for restaurants and whatever, you know, products people are selling, it's all about like antioxidants and fresh and healthy and all this stuff, following the latest fad diet. Yeah. But you know what? Like, excuse me, I do this. I totally do this. I even buy um, frozen cauliflower rice. Oh, now. You, did you do you like that? Because I struggled with that. I do. You, do you like the taste of it? I d- well, because it really doesn't taste like anything. So it's yeah. whatever you put with it, right? Right. So right. like if I put some spicy chicken sausage in there or something, yeah. or like <laughs> some tofu chorizo. Yeah, 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 yeah. Have you tried? <laughs> have you tried? Um, have you tried chickpea pasta? That's another thing that's kind of trendy Ooh, no. right now. Okay, that does sound good. It's interesting. It's quite filling because you know chickpeas are like a brick in your stomach, right? They're very filling. Yeah. Um, but it's good. It's better. I like it better than cauliflower rice. But well, <laughs> <laughs> I also. I also buy um, carrot pasta and zucchini pasta. Oh. Like the yeah. Anyway, yeah, cool. I I do think we we eat we try to work in as many vegetables as we can in our For meals. Sure. And the next one is kind of veering more away from diet and more towards lifestyle, and that is take a hike. So she's arguing that uh, people on the West Coast, I guess, tend to go out hiking, biking, horseback riding a lot more often. Well, this is the stereotype. I mean, this is something Mm -hmm. that I would assume would be correct. But at the same time, like, 
when you did live in Boston, Lindsay, and I, we would meet on Monday and I'd be like, what'd you do this weekend? Like, yeah. you're, you, you're always very active. Yeah. I mean, I think in Boston, the East Coast, you have to just make a decision to do it. It's not part of your like everyday life as much, but you have to say, look, I'm driving to the mountains and I'm going, I'm doing it. Whereas right. I think on the West Coast, you may have friends that are already going. It's just more a part of the, it's more accessible. It's way more accessible. Yeah. I mean, shoot. It, when I just thinking of where I am in Portland, it sounds like I'm in the middle of a big city. First of all, in Portland, you never feel like you're in a big city because yeah. there's yeah. just trees everywhere. Yeah. And like, secondly, no matter where you are, I guarantee you from any point in the city, you can find a hiking trail to get to in like five minutes oh, just that's because awesome. they're everywhere. Yeah, yeah that, is, that is not Boston or New York, obviously. <laughs> New York, you're in that concrete jungle for right. sure. But, but I mean, this kind of leads into the next one, which I sort of disagree with, actually, to be honest, because so the next one is move all day. And what hmm. they're saying is very similar to the first one, but they're saying that you know, in the, on the West Coast, people are just move in general throughout their day. They're uh. moving more. But I disagree with that. Well, well, what have you found? So what I've found is that in the cities that are more condensed, right, the yeah. denser cities like New York and Boston, people don't even own cars. So I used to That's walk true. a crazy amount in New York, up and down the subway steps five times a day, you yeah. know, a, a mile north to go from like downtown to midtown, then back downtown. You could easily walk 10 miles in a day just doing your true. life in New York. Whereas in the West, everyone's in the car all the time. That's true. No, that's completely true. And that's like, that's like not just LA either. Right. I mean, yeah. even here in Portland, where I think people are in general pretty healthy, yeah. um, people still don't walk places. I mean, I still do because that's always been part of my mindset because mm -hmm. I've lived in so many other places, right? right so I'm right. not just focused on here. But like, so the other day when I took my dog to a trainer, right, and mm -hmm. I had to drop him off at her house and I said, is there like a cafe I could walk to near here? Yeah. She's like, oh, gosh, I mean, not really. The closest thing is blah, blah. She gave me the title of the cafe. And so I get in my car to drive there. It's a mile, like a mile. I was like, dude, I could have oh, walked no. here. Why did yeah. you think I couldn't walk here? That I have to say, we could do another episode, a whole nother episode on just this concept of the suburban mindset. It drives totally. me crazy. And that's me one too. thing I when I moved back to the States from Tokyo, that's what I was trying to avoid. Was yeah. this, this whole idea in the States where we just get in the car, we drive to the restaurant, we eat too much, then we drive to the movie theater, we park as right. close as we can to the movie theater, and then we drive home. We never walk. And it's funny you mentioned parking because like <laughs> people get so crazy about finding the closest parking spot. <laughs> and and like I am complete. I definitely do not. I don't care. Yeah. It takes so much time to find the closest place, maybe argue with somebody over who was oh there first gosh. or whatever. <laughs> Whereas like if you just park far away and walk a couple more minutes, you're going to be there first anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Because so everybody bizarre. else is still driving around the parking lot. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Or we have the whole culture of like driving to the gym, right? We, we Oh gosh, we yes. Drive to the gym and then we're sitting we're in the gym trying to burn off all those calories, which we could have burned out of, off if we had just walked those two miles. You know what I, I mean? Know. <laughs> I know. It's so silly. Uh okay. 
In today's episode, we're talking about healthcare, and this is a huge topic that you could dive into with a native speaker if you had the vocab and the listening skills and the speaking skills. So that's what you get in our 60-day lesson plan for the Connected Communicator Fluency course. Go over to allearsenglish.com connection and check it out. Allearsenglish.com slash C-O-N-N-E-C-T-I-O-N. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. All right. So number six. Whoa, yeah. my God. This is funny. Oh, this is Portland, Oregon 101. <laughs> so this is great. So what Anna Madaris Miller suggests in number six here is wind down with kombucha. This is the advice that, uh. that East Coasters should take from West Coasters. Jessica, I think you must have something to say about this. <laughs> First of all, this phrasal verb, wind down, that means to relax. That's an awesome phrasal verb. Mm. Um, But okay, yes, everybody drinks kombucha here. And you could buy like gallons of it at the farmer's market. It's in every supermarket and convenience store. But I completely disagree with this because you know what? Most of the kombucha, well, it's made from like a tea. Okay. Like there's caffeine in kombucha. So. I made the mistake before of have of drinking kombucha at night and I was awake oh. until like midnight. So that's a no. <laughs> that's so funny. That's yeah, I, I haven't experimented much at all with kombucha. I've seen it available in restaurants, even on the East Coast, a little bit. A little bit. Yeah. Kind of more the health food oriented places. Um, but I've never gotten into it. So maybe I just I won't bother. <laughs> it's expensive too. Yeah. It's silly. Like you could get the same thing, just drink some tea and eat some yogurt, and it's doing the same thing as kombucha. Yeah. Oh, that's okay. Good. Interesting. Oh man. All right. So this next one is I like because we're I like this because we're not just talking about diet. We're talking about lifestyle and health yeah. overall. This next one is go to bed early, which makes total sense, right? Because totally. everything is on earlier, which drives me absolutely nuts. <laughs> right. So all the presidential debates, the primary debates have been on at like six when their East Coast time is eight, right? So it seems to me like everything re- revolves around New York City and it drives me nuts when you're not living in New York City to think That's that true. who is home by 6 p.m. to watch the debates? No one. Oh my, everybody I know is home by 6 really? p.m. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm home because I work from home. But like my point is most people, like if they commute, you know, for work, they're not home by sure. six. Usually. Well, Maybe again, I mean... I'm in Portland, Oregon. We've we've mentioned the fact that working a ton is not the number one priority here. Um, and plus, like my community of people, it's mostly parents. And so they're, you know, they've already gone to pick up their kids and they're home yeah. making dinner by six. But, so. for, but for you guys, it's even worse. If something's on at eight o'clock East Coast, it's on at five o'clock. West Coast. That would be hard. That That's would be bad. hard. But yeah. so this recommendation, go to bed early. And there's actually something in here about Oregon. She says that more than 68% of people in Washington and Oregon um, report sleeping the recommended seven hours at least. Oh, interesting. So we sleep more here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and she compares it to New York, where her st- statistic is 61.6% or 62% of Philadelphians. Interesting. That's not okay. a huge difference, though, really. That's really not. 
not. I wonder about the data. I'm a little skeptical here, but I know. Hey, it's fun to think about. I would say though, the TV schedules do make a big difference because I know like if you're into football, um, I think Sunday night football starts quite late on the East coast, like 9 PM or something. And then yeah. on the West coast, it's going to start at six. So that would make a lot of sense why people would go to bed earlier. Yeah. Yeah, totally. And like, also, friends that I have had that have lived in New York, while they were there, they would eat dinner at like yes. 9 o'clock at night or 10 yes. o'clock at night. And their days were definitely a lot longer than mine. So oh, there, sure. there is truth to this where East Coasters, especially if you're in New York City, right? Like your your day is a bit longer yeah, than ours. Part, yeah, I think part of that is that people just, they end up going out for drinks with their colleagues and then they live True. probably far yeah. away from where they work. They get on the subway and then it's an hour on the subway, right? Oh, and gosh. then by the time you're home, it's nine or 10 and you're having dinner and you have an empty fridge. That's another stereotype about New Yorkers that they don't actually eat at home ever. So right. they have empty fridges. <laughs> <laughs> It is such a different lifestyle. Now, Lindsay, like these stereotypes that we're saying about New Yorkers, yeah. is this only about New Yorkers or are these things true for a lot of people on the East Coast? Well, I think it's just amplified in New York, you know, based on my personal experience. But I do think there's a there's a, a significant difference in kind of like uh, works, work-life balance between the East and the West Coast. I do think that okay. people are very focused on their careers. I mean, if you go, if you move to New York, you're probably moving there for your career. So that makes total True. sense. Yeah. So you're you are dedicated to your career and everything revolves around that. You know? And guys, like you will see this in truth, in reality yeah. with real native speakers and the connected communicator. Like mm-hmm. this mm-hmm. contrast reminds me of that interview you did with Hassan, yeah. that actor talking about yeah. the hustle, how yes. hard he works in New York. And contrast that with the interview with the surfer in <laughs> California. You know what I mean? Like right. guys, you are going to learn this culture in Connected Communicator. <laughs> right. Or the artist in San Francisco. That'd yes. be another great contrast. Guys, if you're in this course, you're going to take a 60-day study plan. You're going to go around the U.S. You're going to listen to interviews with native speakers and get real listening strategies and vocabulary. Okay? Yes. So oh, cool. So, so cool. Yeah. All right. So number eight. <laughs> All right. So Chill out. Oh, my Chill God. Out. Totally. I think everybody I know belongs to a yoga studio, except for me. Everybody I know, like, does these things. Again, yeah. like, I think because I didn't live on the I, I did grow up on the West Coast, more or less, but I didn't live here for most of my 20s. So these really like formative life years, yeah. I wasn't here. So some of these habits I just never like developed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I would argue that yoga has really been exported to the whole country, really. You know what I mean? Yeah. The idea of yoga, even meditation. I mean, everyone's getting into it, especially at a certain socioeconomic level, too. There are That's issues true. of like socioeconomic levels co- that come into play here, too, right? Because it's not oh, cheap. Definitely. Like a yoga class is $25. That is not cheap. But I think like the chill out thing for me resonates more when you talk about the way people act, like the way they talk to you. They talk more yeah. slowly. Uh, totally. they, there's just more space in their minds, I think, on the West Coast. I think so, for sure. And, and like, don't you think to some extent the space in our minds is reflecting literally the space around us? Right. Because yeah. I remember in when you first got to the West Coast and one of the lessons in the course that you did was just yeah. like your genuine surprise at how mm. open mm-hmm. everything oh. was and the landscapes and oh. like 
you can see for miles and yep. and you know pick any big city on the on the east coast and that does not exist that is so true it's so fascinating the way that a landscape or a geography can actually get into our minds and, and like yeah. alter the way we think the way we act really good stuff so guys we do talk about all of this more in the course and we give you the skills you need to get to that fearless and fluent point where you want to be okay so guys yes. go to all earsenglish.com slash connection to get in and Jessica, this has been great. Really fun. So fun. This yeah. was awesome. Yeah, Thanks awesome. for guys, uh, having me on, Lindsay. Absolutely. <laughs> and I'm going to leave a link in the blog, guys, so you can go and check out this. Again, this article was by Anna Madaris Miller on April 10th, 2017. So come back to the blog and check it out. Awesome. Very fun. All right, All right Lindsay. Uh, have a good day. Good stuff. Have a good one, Jessica. Talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to All Ears English. If you are taking IELTS this year, get your estimated band score with our two-minute quiz. Go to allearsenglish.com slash my score. And if you believe in connection, not perfection, then hit subscribe now to make sure you don't miss anything. See you next time. Grand Canyon University, an affordable private Christian university, is one of the largest and fastest growing universities in the country, offering more than 270 programs online. In addition to federal grants and aid, GCU's online students received nearly $130 million in institutional scholarships in 2022. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu slash myoffer to see the scholarships you may qualify for.